0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. In today's episode, Miles and I talk about the additions of Zach Bailey and Morgan Fox. We'll even talk about Justin Herbert on Drew Tranquil's show, and we'll break down the schedule game by game and give you our win-loss predictions for each week. Chargers Powder Hour is a brand new Los Angeles Chargers podcast that combines the latest team news, storylines, guest interviews, and analysis of the games with friendly beer and banter catch brand new episodes every monday and friday wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media at powder pod la both on twitter and instagram bolt up Welcome back to episode number eleven of Chargers Powder Hour. I am one half of your host. My name is Colin. And I'm Miles. And today we have an exciting episode for you guys. We're gonna be covering the latest Charger transactions that have gone down in the last couple of days. Um, because that seems to be the theme this offseason every time we record. Yeah. A few, it seems
1: like just a few. I had to get the. I had to get the cam break in there. Popping for you guys. the top. I like but, it. Uh, dude. Yeah, it seems to be a theme, recurring theme. That whenever we record, it seems just a few days later something big happens, and we don't happen to be around each other. So,
0: I mean, it's honestly, it ha- it's been an off season like none before because it's like every couple days. I mean, there there was a period like leading up to the draft where it, it got kind of quiet, but that was just the case for like every team, but. Yeah. It's like every other day there's a move being made.
1: Yeah. So you love to see it, but again it <laughs> kinda sucks when we're not near each other for a little bit of time and then we miss two or three signings, which happens to be the case today. So I know,
0: and this is like this is supposed to be our slow season.
1: Exactly. You know, like, like we thought we were gonna be having a hard time, you know, finding content or finding things to think about, but no, they've done such a good job this off season that it's keeping us busy. So keep us on our toes, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's really been fun. Um and I really feel I mean, even just from the draft until now it's crazy how much better i feel about this roster from start to finish i mean we've always had we've talked about this before we've always had that top end superstar talent <clears throat> excuse me but what we've been missing is the you know the fillers the guys behind them you know injuries have just been like i mean it's part of football but it seems like it's it's definitely you know it's been part of the Chargers' identity the last couple of years, so, you know, when those when you factor those in, it's like, all right, who do we have left? And now you look at this roster, and we have depth in a lot of key areas.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Something that we definitely haven't been able to say in the past. So,
0: like, it's so refreshing to look at, like, for example, just like the defensive line group. I I read some somewhere on Twitter that. Last year we only carried five interior yeah, defense five, five
1: interior defensive linemen going into last year on our active
0: roster. So fucking crazy <laughs> because there's gonna be we'll talk about this today, but there's gonna be some guys on the bubble, and guys competing for for jobs because I'm assuming they they have to carry more than five just looking at the, the players they got have on the current roster. But we'll get to that um, before we get started. How you been, man? been a few been a few days since we've recorded
1: yeah it's been a while like a week now i think but (laughs) i've been good yeah um i know you've had your fair share of invention last week gonna share a little bit about that
0: yeah so i was out of town because um i went to the padres brave series in atlanta which was a treat the padres won and yes i know I'm, i'm gonna probably catch some hate somewhere down the line along the line for being a padres and chargers fan but i am so you know,
1: man, I need Tatis back ASAP.
0: Yeah, man, it, it was a good, good series. Um, never been to the city of Atlanta, so like the ballpark area was was awesome. But... That's a
1: new stadium too, as of like three years ago, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's a really cool area and venue. So if you've never been, or if you are a baseball fan and, and have an opportunity to go, that's definitely go check out that park. A uh, lot, a lot of fun. But yeah, the city of Atlanta was great. Good weather, good food, and got to spend it with family. So. Yeah, that's what I was up to.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm jealous. Only only MLB games I've been to have been at Kauffman, which is Royals (laughs) in Kansas City, and Rockies, which is Colorado. So the two closest to us here in Lincoln, Nebraska. But
0: yeah, nothing like. There's just nothing like being at a ballpark. Oh yeah, no, no summer. summer Nothing better. Nothing better.
1: And the weather lately, man. Well, I guess Atlanta. It's a little bit further away from here, but it's been beautiful here. It's finally been a good nebraska summer recently
0: yeah it's been it's it was humid down in atlanta for sure um but other than that i mean it really wasn't bad sun was out we got also had some nice like overcast and shade and breeze so it wasn't like super hot and miserable but uh it was nice it was great but yeah what are you drinking today uh today courtesy of you i have a good old good old-fashioned corona we're off the, the bush light the The saga has ended. the The case they'll be back is is gone, but yeah, that that was that was our um, you know, low budget, beer. Now we're I mean, you're drinking a Coors Light, so
1: mountains are blue. So mountains got, are blue. Got to keep them blue, courtesy of Casey's General Store. You mid you non Midwesters do not know about Casey's General Store, but it is the place to go. So
0: yep, get it at your local Casey's. Um, yeah, like I, this is the first beer I've had since this last weekend because I just like a kid in a candy store. I, I mean, you know, there was a lot of uh, restaurants and bars and breweries that we went to, and I just, you know, whenever we travel, I, I, I try to, you know, try as many different like local drinks and beers, and I was definitely hanging for a day or two. Yeah, and I'm still kind of like I, I'm. I'm barely backed like 90 almost 100 percent um you know my body needed a few days off to to get, recover but we're good now
1: it's rona season so
0: it is yeah you just need a lime, but good stuff man all right well to get us started we have an icebreaker today and uh today uh, yeah i guess I, I came up with it so i'll, I'll uh, present it um if you could add any chargers legend from any era, any team, any year, any season, to the current team. Who would it be, and why? You want to go first? No, it, I want you to go first. It was
1: your question, so
0: I know I, I'm asking. Oh, okay, it, okay. And then you go first, and okay. I'll, I'll, I'll answer. It. I'm still kind of
1: thinking. That's why. Um, my initial thought is going to probably be the one that I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Junior Seau. Mm. I mean. He was just a, was just a hard piece. not to. Yeah, just in his prime and obviously looking at some of the pieces, I feel like that would be one piece that would just, like, really even transform that defense even more. So I'm going to go with Junior Seau. I mean, obviously, we discussed before we're not going to go with, like, Dan Fouts or Phillip Rivers. We have this Justin Herbert guy at quarterback now. I'm perfectly happy with that. So I'll go with a piece that we need that we could definitely use right now. I'm going to go Junior Seau. That dude's just a dog. So,
0: yeah, I mean it's there's layers to the question when you when you sit back and think about it because you know, you, any Chargers legend, well like two of the biggest legends that you can think of in team history, I mean they're quarterbacks, you know, Phillip Rivers and Dan Fouts. so probably not adding that guy to this year's team.
1: No. You we, know. We don't necessarily need him right now. I'm perfectly happy with Justin Herbert at quarterback.
0: Exactly. So yeah, I think Seau is a very hot answer because he's on the defensive side of the ball right. Um I'm trying to think here. Like I want to say defense. I'm just having a tough time because for a second I thought Sean Merriman, but he I mean he's the same position as
1: both Seau. Mac. Well, well, no, he was off the edge. I thought
0: they were both linebackers, and I don't know if they played like okay, a specific. Yeah. Game. I, mean, I mean they they
1: rotate around. You know. Yeah,
0: but. and then you, and you also have to factor in scheme.
1: True. I mean, we're looking at a lot different scheme now going forward than we have in the past. So
0: I mean, although we're probably only going to have one linebacker on the field in some of our packages, I mean, it's still like if you if that one linebacker is Junior Seau, that elevates your defense. You're gonna be able to hold level. level too. Imagine
1: Junior Seau and Derwin James on the same football field. Oof. Yeah, that's insane. That's disgusting. So, all
0: right, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go away from defense strictly for the fact that I think the depth that we've acquired this year and that we'll have this season, I think we, re- you can afford to go, go offense. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the Chargers their their Yak wide receiver that they've been asking for all, all offseason. I'm gonna give them Lance Allworth. Okay, that's a good one, dude. Go back if you haven't for the younger uh, Chargers fans and the younger generation like myself, because I definitely was not. Watching while Lance Allworth was a charger, but his tape, man, is pretty, he's like, I mean, he, he was basically, you know, uh, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman before those guys even existed.
1: I'm, I'm really curious. I mean, I know the arguments been made in basketball with like Michael Jordan, what he would be like against today's competition. I want to see what it would be like for football. Like what would dudes like that, how would they look against like today's agent players? So that would be interesting.
0: I mean, I'm. I mean, no,
1: they they would ball out for sure, but I just I want to see like how it would how the transition would look.
0: Yeah, I, I I still think I mean there there's some players like the great the greats can play in any generation. Yeah, I believe that like any yeah, any I, sport, agree. I I believe that whether it's basketball, baseball, football, if you're an all time great, you would be able, now. Would you be an all time great across the generations? That's another question. But would you be able to play and and be competitive? And not just be definitely, you know, clear, clearly out of your league. Um, I, I yes, I think he would, but yeah, that is a good question. Um, but no, I, I'm gonna stick with Lance Allworth, speedy, shifty, slot wide receiver. You know, um, yards after catch guy. That's seems like that's been a a big like, you know, off season cry for a lot of fans. Yeah, is we need someone that can get yards after after catch, and it's true we do. Yeah. Yeah, Chargers I, were pretty shitty at that yeah, this last year.
1: I completely agree with that. That's one thing that our receiving <laughs> core is definitely lacking. Um I thought of another answer. I think I'm still gonna go with Sayout, but I did think of another answer. Um give me Prime Antonio Gates on this roster. Just another we big weapon for Herbert to throw to? I mean I did think fun. about
0: that, or I also thought about Kellen Winslow. Or Winslow, yeah, yeah. I thought
1: of those two tight ends for sure.
0: I I, I wanted like a, the question was funny because I wanted to like Say I was like, I I think that's the answer for most people, and like defensively, it's still a position um, This season, at least, it's still a position of need, and you're just adding one of the best players to that position of all time. But it's so. I think you'd have to go have to go offense because outside of linebacker, I mean, you could go and grab another weapon for Herbert, whether it's a receiver, you know, Charlie Joiner, it could have been considered. Um Kellen Winslow and Antonio Gates, Lance Allworth. What about LT? Yeah,
1: I thought of LT. I also thought Lorenzo Neal maybe. Ooh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Love that. Uh, defense side of the ball, I could see the argument being made for maybe like a like a Rodney Harrison.
0: I did I did think of Rodney here as well.
1: Or maybe more cornerback depth. You could go like Cromartie or Clinton Jammer. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I thought about Cromartie, and then I also thought about. That's when I brought up depth because I'm like, yeah, corners. Probably yeah, corners solid. not necessarily what we would need, but it would be cool. And not defensive lines not really a need. Really, just I mean, the defensive side of the ball. I think it's either Junior Sayow or Buzz for that question. But yeah, okay. So you're going Sayow. I'm going Lance Alworth.
1: Yeah, that's a, lot, a good one. A lot of compelling arguments to be made for some other guys, though, for sure.
0: Yeah, there's yeah exactly. It, there's layers to the question. It just depends on how you break it down, and uh, yeah. All right. Okay, so moving on. Uh, exciting news, Chargers. Sign uh, Morgan Fox, defensive lineman from Carolina. This just broke, I believe, yesterday the 18th. Uh, I thought it was two days ago. Okay, you're probably right. They, Might have been two days
1: ago. Sometime this week, though, Of this is the week of May I think 16th. Fox broke
0: yesterday and, and Zach Bailey broke the day before. Something um, on those lines, but yeah. But uh, Morgan Fox, defensive lineman from Carolina, a uh, inter- couple interesting things to note off the bat for Morgan Fox. He is another player that has been brought in this off season that is a Brandon Staley guy, so checks that box. You know, he's got the the familiarity with Staley with the scheme, and uh, that seems to be a very prominent pattern of the off season. And I'm not mad about it because, you know, he wants to bring in guys, you know, that he's, he's trying to eliminate all the stupid bullshit, ticky tack, you know, uh, miscommunication woes, or, you know, just things that veteran players that, that know him and know his system, you know, are going to have down. So um, I love that Um, he can play outside and inside. So I think the last time we saw him in Staley's system with the Rams in 2020, he had a pretty productive year. Tally up six sacks. I think he started like nine games or so, um, on on the edge. <coughs> and um, so, initially, and when we we tweeted when, when we saw the news break, <clears throat> you know, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is an edge. This is another edge depth piece. You know, they got Van Noy earlier uh, in the month, a couple weeks ago. Here's Morgan Fox right on schedule, and then yesterday also happened to be the groundbreaking ceremony for the Chargers' new practice facility out in El Segundo.
1: Yeah, Segondi's nuts is what I've been wanting to say on Twitter, <laughs> but uh, El Segundes nuts. That wouldn't be very professional. <laughs> that would be. I've wanted to tweet it that so bad, but that wouldn't be very professional of me. But that's. It's bad that that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw. That's that. funny shit. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, yeah, they're out at the, the practice facility. Uh, Staley was out there with Derwin James, Justin Herbert. There's a great photo op with them that I've already seen be made into some really funny memes. And um, while they were out there, because they, they also had media out there, Popper tweeted, and uh, he said this yesterday, um, basically you know, he asked Staley, you know, wh- how is Morgan Fox going to line up? How is he going to fit into the current system? And Staley said he's primarily going to be on the inside which I thought was really interesting. What are, I, your, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's fascinating that, you know, maybe I shouldn't say fascinating, but how he already knows what he's going to, like, obviously you have something in mind on how you're going to use these people, but, like, right off the bat, one day or the day of that he gets signed, Staley knows, like, he's going to be inside. He didn't, He just went, he went right to it. He didn't say, you know, he's going to be versatile. We're going to use him in a lot of positions. He knows exactly why he's bringing him in here, which only makes me, as a fan, feel even better about, signing like that so
0: well it's interesting because he was like i mean he's so i think it was like the day the same day that he signed him i think he's he you know he's already saying like hey this guy's gonna play inside for us which you're like okay and then this reverts back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of the episode <clears throat> there's a shit ton of guys on the inside right now on this roster there's about 10 of them and That means, you know, there's probably an easy three to four guys that are automatically on the bubble for a roster spot out of camp. And Daniel Popper also tweeting, you know, the DL room now includes Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Otito Ogbania, Christian Covington, Morgan Fox, Jerry Tillery, Braden Faheco, Joe Gaziano, Forrest Merrill, and somebody named Andrew Brown.
1: Nice. That's a lot of dudes. <laughs> That's a lot of dudes for a uh, roster that only had five of them on it last year. So
0: yeah, they only kept five on the fifty-three last year. You would figure they have to keep probably minimum of seven of the of the guys that we just mentioned because Andrew Brown, Forrest Merrill, and either Joe Gazziano or Brayden Feheko is probably starting the year on the practice squad.
1: What are the odds that Jerry Tillery gets cut?
0: Zero. Yeah, <clears throat> I
1: know. Unfortunately. We're-
0: yeah people i mean like i know i know it's not realistic it's a but... pipe dream at this point he's it's just like if you know how rookie contracts work um he you know it's just dumb to to give him up especially for like he's he doesn't he's not a starting piece anymore no. like, i think that's now that we look now we have to look at number ninety nine in a little different light because his role has drastically changed even just from like a couple months ago
1: also apparently a bad golfer, but we'll get to that later so. <laughs>
0: Like we were asking him to do so much, you know, last time that he, we were on the field. It's like well, that's not going to be the case anymore. He's going to be like a, he's actually probably going to be, and this is what he should be after this season, whenever whoever he signs his next deal with, is he should be a backup slash rotational inside pass rusher.
1: And that's all that. He that's, will that's that's be. what he is. Yeah. Unless he just some for some reason takes just a massive leap, which it's. I mean, the we've seen him now for happening. three years. Yeah, no, the chances of that happening are like. I think we know what we got. Ha- we have with him. Yeah, I I know. I one hundred percent agree. It would be something if he took a massive leap, but it's it's not gonna happen.
0: So yeah, um, do you want to predict? I mean, I'll predict right now. I think Andrew Brown. I, well, I yeah, I say they keep seven, Brown, Merrill, and Gaziano. Which God, I really like Gaziano too. I do
1: like Gaziano, big and, big and, ten guy. You know, and I, I like him. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, agree I think with they that. keep
0: seven and and cut those three.
1: You think they so how many mm-hmm. of those are then going to, onto the practice squad? All three?
0: Yeah, because well, yeah, unless anyone gets claimed. Yeah.
1: I Which, guess yeah. I'm I'm I don't I'm not hundred percent sure on how all that works. That's the
0: scary part about you know having guys hang around in the practice squad is, you know, they're not exclusive to your team. If another NFL team wants to come in and, and offer them an opportunity, you know, a contract, even if just be it for the season, you know, they ha- like, they can come in and, and swoop guys off practice squad. So uh, th- there's a little danger in, in letting like, you know, cause then you hate to see a guy like Fajeko not, not make the team in September because there's so much depth. And then a couple guys go down. Well, now someone comes in and takes the off the practice squad. Now, two months later, you know, it's November. You're, Entering the like the stretch, like you know, the stretch of the whole season, and now you know all of a sudden the depth that you once had isn't there because you had an injury, and then a guy that you had hanging around on practice squad got claimed by another team.
1: Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like it's like the MLB where you can just send someone down to AAA.
0: You
1: right. Know? You know, like, no one
0: can touch them. They're still in your organization. No, they're up
1: for grabs if they're on the practice squad. So.
0: Right, so that's the scary part, but I mean that's why you, I I think they have to carry. I mean, they're it's a different defense entirely. They're not going to carry just five. Um, some other areas that you know, and we'll we'll talk about this as we get closer to camp and you know cuts and all that stuff. But they, there's no way in hell they should be carrying three quarterbacks. There's no way.
1: No. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll touch on that later but, in the later in the offseason. So option, there are but...
0: there are positions where they can trim back on and and have you know. Um, an extra couple interior defense alignment so
1: yeah but uh honestly i'm just kind of impressed going back on the morgan fox signing it's been so long since we've seen issues during the season like we saw with our run defense last year get addressed <coughs> so aggressively like they have this offseason i mean they have gone all in on addressing the run defense problems
0: yeah it's and i it, glad it's you, awesome i'm glad you brought that up because something that I also was going to bring up at some point as man, like how much has Brandon Staley just completely changed the culture of this entire organization, like this entire organization from the fans to the players, to the people in house, whether it's just, I mean the, the social media group, the, like, the, you know, everyone is, is now bought in to this vision that he laid out for Tom Telesco and, and Dean Spanos, you know, when he got hired and, Like I'm just, I'm so thankful that Brandon Staley is the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers because you can't say it's a Telesco thing. He's been here for a decade,
1: and And under
0: multiple coaches. And we all know that Telesco is a collaborator. He he's not, you know he's he doesn't want to be the guy, you know that's the head coach and the GM. He he trusts the coaches that he brings in, you know he's and and their vision, and uh, so he does deserve some of the credit for hiring the guy. But we have never seen this in any other year under Tom Telesco. Yeah. Except for Brandon, I mean, it, this is ninety-five percent Brandon Staley,
1: and his fingerprints are all over every single signing that we've had this offseason. They're like ninety percent of them are all familiar with his scheme. They've played in his scheme before. He's coached them before. I mean, he he's bringing in players that he knows is going to succeed in his system. So, yeah this all this is all brands not all brands daily obviously less is the one bringing them in but brands daily is a huge part of it
0: huge influencer and it's only proving the meme that we created that much more true
1: yeah check that out on twitter <laughs> at uh, powder hour la drop us a follow so yeah
0: yep and uh okay so we kind of brushed over it but zach bailey i guess um
1: Massive and, signing, yeah.
0: absolutely huge signing for the Chargers. Huge signing, signing of the off season. Um, for, by by far, I mean this is this transcends this team. This transcends their window from just a couple of seasons to probably the entire decade. Yeah. If we're being completely We're going honest. to be granted
1: the Lombardi Trophy tomorrow, actually, and the rest of the <laughs> season will be canceled due to this due to this signing. But Zach Bailey, what do you know about him? Because
0: I know yeah. nothing. Yeah, if you have if you weren't. If you couldn't tell, we were completely joking. Um, never heard of the guy before yesterday. Yeah. Or two days ago, whatever the fuck we signed Earlier him. this week. Um, yeah. But I, not much to really write about. You know, I, I don't think he's uh, appeared in a, a regular season NFL game yet. Um, <clears> that looks piece. like. Yeah. And it looks like an inter- interior defensive line depth piece. But more importantly, before we even say depth piece. I don't even think that's appropriate. I think like we have to start with camp body. Yeah. Like this is where assigning like him. I don't even think he gets the title of, of depth because we don't even know if he's gonna make the fucking team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Don't know a ton about him, but you touched on everything again. We don't know a lot. Depth piece. Okay, genetic. so he
0: played. He did play like twenty some games in college at left guard. So that seems to be his primary position. Um, he played a game or two at center, and then I think he played a handful of games at right tackle. So the handful of games at right tackle, I think that's you know kind of been the most talked about topic with him. Is oh, hey, right. like at this point, if you even mention like any any offensive line that we bring in, like people just want to like like throw the words right tackle out there. Like oh oh right tackle like right, right tackle. Like we signed Will Clap, and everyone's initial reaction was like oh right tackle. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and I get it. Like, it's obviously the the position of need left on that line. Uh, but it just seems like it. It seems. I mean, we're we're getting closer and closer to camp, and as of right now, May nineteenth, May twentieth, when this comes out, TGIF, Happy Friday. It's still, it's still uh, Pipkins and Storm Norton as yeah. as our our two bodies. For right tackle.
1: Yeah, we're not going to make any bold predictions and expect Zach Bailey to all of a sudden be starting on this offensive line come week one. But
0: It still seems like Staley wants Jamari Sollier to be a left guard as well, or an interior piece as well. Based off of some of the questions that I've seen either Popper or a couple other beat writers ask, um, the hints that he's kind of dropped is, you know, no, we still – we see him as an inside piece, you know, um, and that's why they drafted him. He's played all five positions on the, on the line, so yeah, he's a talented, athletic uh, guy for sure. But
1: that tackle spot's gonna definitely be the storyline going into camp. So that hasn't been solved yet. We that's question still way up in the air, um, and time will tell. So,
0: do you think the the Chargers are done? Do you think they're Do you think they're done? F- I mean, like I said, it's May 19th. It's fair to ask that question. I mean, I thought I you could ask me this question a week ago and I would have said yes.
1: You could have asked me this question two weeks ago and I would have said yes. We've made four signings in the last Two week. days ago. So, I mean, who knows? I'm not going to say yes or no because there's a 50-50 the chance that I'm wrong. So, who the hell knows? I don't even know. What's the cap looking like? Have we gotten those
0: numbers yet? Great question, though. I, I haven't seen any updated. We could probably... No, I don't
1: think Popper's drops is well. You might be able yet. to
0: hop on like over the cap. They might have it updated. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. No, I don't. I don't know what the updated um, spreadsheet looks like. I think they're done. I I think they're done. I <laughs> have no fucking clue. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea either. So we'll see. Know. And that's that's just how fun this off season has been, man. Like we, no one knows. Like I mean, one day it's like, oh my gosh, there's no way. How can we top this? And then they just keep bringing in. At this point, I think all the splash signings are, are done.
1: Yeah, I think but, so too.
0: You know, I mean, I would still consider a Van Noy and a Callahan the splash signing. Those guys could still be out there, you know. So like, who knows? Um, with Brandon Staley, I'd love that. That's that is our era that we're living in right now with Chargers football. Is you know this is this is going to become the norm, hopefully.
1: Yeah, especially it's...
0: with Justin Herbert being a destination team in the future.
1: It's a it's a fun time to be a Chargers fan. Very 100%. fun. A hundred percent. Very fun time. So All
0: right. Another news. Justin Herbert was on the Drew Tranquil show. Did you get a chance to listen, watch? I listened
1: to that on my way up here. Awesome. What'd you think? Loved it. I love that. Yeah. I just anytime that I hear Justin Justin talk, <clears throat> dude, it's just like I love this guy. Like he just he answers every question
0: so perfectly. He is I mean, I didn't think he can get more humble than Phillip Rivers. And it's so funny that like he didn't, you know, come in and, and be his understudy for a year or there was no overlap between the two because they just seemed to be just so cut from the same cloth as far as like their humility, you know, they're so humble. Like, you know, any like the dude won Rookie of the Year and, and, and broke all these record like individual accolades and he's just the quickest guy to be like, Oh no, like, you know, pointing at his offensive line, pointing at his teammates you know, it's us, not me, and that's um, just it's refreshing to see because, like, I love the quarterbacks that are, you know, like I love the Joe Burrows and what those guys do for the game, and, and you know, it's, it's cool to watch those guys and kids everywhere. You know, watching a Joe Burrow is like watching an Elvin Iverson or, or Ken Griffey growing up because he's he's got that swag, right? Yeah. And I love that part of the game, but it just seems like that has kind of become the norm. If people – Aren't that? That's what they're trying to be. And for him, for Justin to just be so opposite, you know, the other way of like, no, like, I don't want to be like, I thought it was so funny how he was talking about like, for me, it's just about football, anything else. Like, I don't want to, I don't want it, you know, I don't want the attention, I don't want the limelight. I just, I'm like, man, you're a quarterback. Yeah, that's like it. Almost comes with the territory. You that's know? like
1: what some people strive for is to be in the limelight, to be the big shot. Well, to be That's the why QE, that's and, why
0: guys pick up that position in the first place.
1: I don't know. I is it possible to hate Justin Herbert? I think that should be the question of the day. Is it possible to hate that guy?
0: Yes, because clearly there's Dolphin fans, Chiefs fans. They're not. They, I don't think it's that Bengals much that they, fans. I don't think it's
1: that as much that they hate him. I think they're just jealous. Yeah, but you can hate someone because you also,
0: I mean, it's not a good hate. Like it's ugly hate. But well, then like, again, like I guess I, yeah,
1: I don't know. I hate Patrick Mahomes, but like I hate Patrick Mahomes. Like Bears fans hate Aaron Rodgers, yeah, because he tortures us. I don't know, well, it's, I mean, not necessarily, but
0: he, he doesn't torture us like Rodgers tortures. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, Bear. that's been the, yeah, the, the Bears, yeah, the whole
1: the whole Aaron Rodgers. I own you to the fair to the Bears fan base after he scored that. Uh, that's that's beyond the point, but. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know, but I just I think Justin Herbert's got to be the most likable dude in the NFL. Anybody can be hated in the NFL, but I mean Justin Herbert just his how humble he is, and he's got he's got the accolades. Well, I mean as in like rookie of the year, but the stats to back it up.
0: I can't believe how freaking huge he's got in this offseason. Oh, that! Did you see that that, picture?
1: Picture that went viral of the people that saw him on the beach. Yes, he's
0: massive massive like holy fuck dude that dude like he he looks like he's like i don't know been been carrying like 100 pound bags of sand over his shoulders like
1: he he looks constantly really good no homo but yeah he's looking
0: or homo who cares yeah he's looking that good and he's he's just looking huge bro
1: i mean i remember when i met Philip Rivers I thought this dude is massive I mean he was six five something something or other but like if I get the chance to stand next to Justin Herbert someday I'm gonna be <clears throat> I'm gonna curl up into a ball because I will be nothing compared to him
0: well it's, it's it's just something about professional athletes too like you get around them like eye level or side by side and you know you're like oh my god like they just they're big bodied like even uh, you know when I was in Atlanta for the the baseball series this last weekend, just being down by the dugout, you know, close to some of those guys. I mean, they're big bodies. I mean, legs, like you know, like the, the size of their trunks, like their like their legs, you know. Um, yeah, if you, you want to, how high they are, you know, their shoulders. I'm like, God. and these are just baseball players, so yeah. I mean, Phil wasn't the the biggest guy or even had the most athletic body, but yeah, they still surprise you when you when you get close to him you're like holy shit the quickest
1: way as an average joe to be humbled is to stand next to a professional athlete and
0: and it's funny because you just know you know like i'll tell a quick story last summer i was floating down the river and we met up like when you're floating down the river you're like floating in groups right yeah and like you're all in your own group and we somehow like linked up with this other smaller group and there was this guy and so i bring this up because you just know when you're almost in the presence of of a pro athlete because their body type from the jump just is is different yeah like you can tell like yeah and people go to the gym and work out and they're in shape but they're it just it's different yeah right? you can just tell like oh it's it's not just how big they are they it's do like this for a living. it's the dimensions of their body it's like oh you actually have like hands that are like huge
1: your body is your job basically
0: right it's like i mean my buddy is jack too but you know he's like five eight you know, like yeah, he's not starting quarterback in the NFL. Exactly. So, uh, anyways, we're floating down the river, and this guy who's wearing a Raiders hat, uh, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, this has to be someone." And uh, sure enough, I start talking to the guy, and I'm like, "All right, man, who are you? Like, what do you do?" And he started smiling. And uh, if you're a Husker fan, you'll uh, recognize this name, but it was Demorne Pearsonell. Really? Yep. And oh. uh, he's on the practice squad for the Broncos. This was going into last season. So it obviously,
1: used to be on the Raiders, though. This
0: is when they had just signed Teddy. Okay, yeah. And uh, they there was like this was like four days before they had to report to camp too. This is like mid July, so they were, you know, there's nothing going on in the facilities, but they were like he was telling me that you know in a couple days he was heading to Denver, or wherever their practice facility is, and uh, that's cool. So it's like yeah, you just know when you're in the presence of someone, you're like oh, I mean, just you just seem look. You know, feel like you're on a different level yeah. than the rest of us. Like, yeah,
1: for those of you not non-Husker fans, the morning Pearsonell was like our Devin Hester. Like that dude had I don't know for how a many, couple of seasons how yeah. many punt returns he had, but that dude was a baller. But yeah, no, I, I 100% get it. If I was like, I could stand next to probably like Darren Sproles and still just yeah feel super intimidated because. They're just built – they're built different. They're legitimately built different. I'm built different. Exactly, but they are legitimately built different, so.
0: Yeah, it's – it really is crazy. I mean, I was just like baseball players, man. Baseball players – like professional baseball players are big dudes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: And that humbles you because when you think of baseball, like you don't think that – size really matters that much in baseball, but yeah well pitchers still big you know, pitchers
0: are being like they're six five, six six now. Like,
1: Jack, like look at Giancarlo Stanton. Two sixty. That dude is massive.
0: Big boys.
1: Yeah, for sure. Anything else uh stand out to you about the podcast? The Drew Tranquil
0: show? Uh, no, I just love Justin Herbert. So glad he's my quarterback, our quarterback. And um really excited to see him play. This year, just I mean I know we're not going to see him in any preseason action, but I can't wait for. Cool with me. Cool with me. Can't wait, man. Um, okay, moving on. Um, Chargers preseason schedule is set. Two games in LA, one game on the road in the Big Easy. Nollins. Nollins. Uh, looks like week first week is the week seven or we uh was it. August seventh, August thirteenth, August thirteenth in LA against the Rams. Rams. Then August twentieth in LA against the Cowboys. Cowgirls. That'll be the week of the joint practice. Yep. So, <clears throat> so
1: interesting to see any storylines that lead yeah, to that. Joint
0: practice, which I don't, I can't remember if they just do one day or if they do two days. I think
1: it's a few days. Wasn't it? Days. It's like all week. Who did we have the joint? Oh, wasn't it the Rams that we had joint practice with when Keenan Allen got into it with? Uh, yep. I want to say it was uh, – who was the cornerback? Marcus Peters.
0: Yeah, we also – we just had one – did we do the Saints last year? We did do the Saints last year, yeah. Yeah, so I and think we've we also done the, the Niners, Saints. too.
1: Yeah, and then August 27th, <laughs> going to New Orleans like we just mentioned. So there's a preseason schedule for you.
0: Like a preseason game would be fun to go to, but it's just like I would never go out of my way. No,
1: I'm not going to go spend money on that No, a fuck no, I'm not going to spend preseason. money on that. If I'm spending money on a Chargers ticket, I'm going to watch Justin Herbert throw a football, so –
0: Oh, 100%. So, yeah. Okay, so no one cares about preseason, Um, but...
1: Let's get to the regular they season. They finally schedule. have a schedule set. It's been set. It came out last Thursday. Again, Colin was in Atlanta last weekend. I'm currently living 90 miles away. We couldn't quite get on it for you guys in time, but it is out, and we're ready to give you guys some predictions.
0: Yeah, so let me pull it up here real quick.
1: We gave you guys some predictions. We knew the opponents. Opponents have been set since... January since clock hit zero against the Raiders, but uh,
0: oh, real quick, what did you think of the uh, anime video, the release? Oh, video? Oh
1: my goodness! Well, see, I'm not a huge anime fan. Like, I mean,
0: I'm not either, but I've I can never respect... been
1: a huge anime fan. But... I've always
0: respected good anime.
1: So w- once I once I first watched it, I was like, okay, yeah, like this is cool, and then, and then Twitter blew up, and I went in and you see all the like the little the little cheap shots that they took at yeah. teams, super yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, it was great. Um, and
1: all of Twitter, I love it when Twitter blows up about family, family trust, media.
0: respect. Fuck the Raiders.
1: And then um, on the dumpster, it said, uh, like, DA 140 or something like that. It's Devonte Adams' contract.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, that's some, great. something
1: along those lines. Um, the Browns one, something about we can't talk because of our...
0: Oh, redacted on, on the advice of yeah, our lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Urban Meyer one. The Urban Meyer Jaguar one had me rolling once that I was it out. That was great. Pat McAfee's was good.
1: God, yeah, no, it was awesome. Once, once you kind of, once you kind of understand, especially being a Chargers fan, once you understand, understand some of the underlying things that they hit in there. God, our was, social media team so good.
0: It was also a flex for our social media team because I feel like there are. I mean, the Chargers definitely are up there, and if not, I mean, I think they're the best. But there are a few other teams that have kind of, like, followed suit in the last couple years and have gotten really creative social media teams. And so there's a few other teams I know for sure that are, like, up there with the Chargers, you know. Not quite there, though. But, exactly. I mean, we're
1: biased. My my
0: point being, no, you're you're totally right, because my point being is this was a flex for them to really showcase, like, hey, hey, guys, like, we're the OGs. We're the kings of this shit. Like, don't, like, you can get creative. Daddy's creat- home. Yeah, you can get creative. You know, put together your little uh, video with, you know, a famous legend of your, you know, alumni of your team. Whatever. You can, you know, you can do all those fun things. The Cowboys did a fun thing with Stephen A. Smith. But the Chargers just fucking dropped a nuke on the entire league when it comes to social media release schedule they just Video.
1: they're just good in ju- they they're good at everything that they do. If you guys are if you guys need some two uh two more people to hire, you know, just <laughs> hit our line real quick. But uh yeah, they they know what the hell they're doing. Shout out. I don't remember the name of whoever runs their social media account. I've seen it on Twitter quite a few uh, times.
0: their name is Megan.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Well, there's obviously it's not just her. There's a few others that work in silence, but yeah. Shout out to them. They do a hell of a job and they have for years now. So
0: yeah, and then the guy, I want to I wanna get his name right because I want to give him a shout-out. Um, he did all the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the they did dude all, I was all the anime, anime I in-house.
1: House. I can't remember his name,
0: though. Andrew Car- Cordova. Yep. So shout-out, Andrew Cordova. You fucking crushed it on the release video, man. Uh, Chargers, Bolt fam everywhere is, is stoked that you're on our team. And uh, thank you for... Please don't go anywhere. Yeah, thank you for making the release video a... A treat for fans everywhere that was, that was awesome, dude. That was that was sick, yeah. No kidding. So, all,
1: all right. right, let's get into it. Speaking of the schedule release video, schedule schedule's out. Let's kick some ass. All right, week one. Who do we
0: got? Week one Raiders come into SoFi Stadium revenge game week 18 from the week a uh, year prior. Uh, who you got and uh, by how much?
1: So, we made some predictions. What was that like a month ago? We made predictions. So, if we go, if we change it up, I don't have them memorized, so if we change uh, up. Oh, shit, I,
0: I, didn't, I didn't memorize mine, either.
1: I don't have mine memorized. I remember a few of them, but... Oh, well. We're just gonna go based off now, so <laughs> if you guys wanna give a shit for picking somebody different now, fuck off. Um, Schedule's <laughs> out, so uh, just let us do our thing. Again, this is happening currently in May, so a lot can happen until then. This is just early predictions. Week one, Las Vegas at... The Chargers, I have got to choose the Chargers, obviously. Um, Should be a great game, though. I'm going to go Chargers by 4-28-24.
0: 28-24? Yep. Week 1, I have a W as well. I think this game is not as close. I think this game is (laughs) super personal for the Chargers, especially after last year, how they ended. And uh, I think they show up with all their new shiny toys or new reloaded roster. And I think they're just too much. I'm going to say 31-16 Chargers.
1: Yeah. I can see – I can, I mean, I can see that. It's going to be a win either way. Um, scores right now are completely a guess. But, yeah, I don't know. We started off – we were a little sluggish last year at Washington. So, that's just yeah. kind of my week one, you never know. So,
0: all right, week two, uh, big primetime game. We will both be there in attendance for this game, and uh, this is something that we'll probably promote for the entire summer as we get closer to uh, week two, the Amazon Prime Thursday night game. Chargers at Chiefs. Who you got? Go Bolts. Yeah, Bolts Justin Berber
1: undefeated at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, Kansas City lost their biggest weapon this off season in Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, I like the Bolts in this one. Thursday night, um, Arrowhead is going to be riled the fuck up. Um, we're also going to be there, probably plastered off our ass, but we're going to have the time of our lives. Um, I'm going to go Chargers 31, Chiefs 27.
0: All right. I also think they get a W. Um, I don't know. It's something about Arrowhead where we've just, we, we always show up to the task. We always show up to the challenge. So I think we I think we do it again. And a close game, I'm going to say this this game goes to overtime. It's a common theme between these two teams the last couple years. Chargers pull it out in overtime. The coin toss goes their way. They go down, walk off touchdown. To who? Predict it right now. Walk off touchdown to uh, hand the ball off to Isaiah Spiller. Walks it in. From one yard or what? Ah, from like the six okay second goal i don't hate that second goal from the six you heard it winner, here winner. First. what's the score uh so score 34 28
1: i like that i like that so then week three back at home against the jaguars how are we feeling about that one
0: dub city
1: by how much
0: uh, I think the Jaguars are definitely, definitely going to be more competitive than last season. Um, they spent
1: some money this offseason. Spent a ton
0: of money. Um, got some upgrades at some key positions for Trevor Lawrence. Still don't see it happening. Uh, I think it's a 10-point a, a dub. Um, I'm going go to go 30-20. to
1: I like that. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know that I agree with the score. But, uh, yeah, that's a game that we got to win. Those are those games that we just we really gotta win. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31 again, 31 to 17. So,
0: okay.
1: And then next we got Houston at Houston
0: at Houston. Uh, again, somewhat similar to a game like Week One. You know, that's gonna be a, re- a revenge game. Still a lot of you know bad taste in the Chargers' mouth after that. You know, whatever it was they fucking did in Houston last year, I know they, you know, were COVID ridden, and you know, there's a bunch of different things you can you can take from that game, but they're definitely going to be wanting to go back into Houston, and 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 show people that hey, you know, we're for real this year, and we're as deep as we've, we've ever been. Uh, Chargers take it on the road, and they have a nice little start to their season. They're they're four zero right now. I, I think they're going to take it twenty eight to. 24.
1: yeah I completely agree um Houston just doesn't have the pieces to compete with what we've what we've lined up this offseason I'm gonna go 38 to 20 I don't think that it'll be close so
0: okay 38 20 yep we're both four no that's a good sign the bias there is no bias here Fuck off
1: yeah no kidding but I mean maybe a little bit but We know what we have here. We know what we have here, and it's something special. So then we are heading to Cleveland
0: for Week 5. Week 5 at Cleveland. This is going to be where the undefeated season comes to an end, unfortunately. We don't know asterisks on this game because we still don't know about Deshaun Watson's fate, and that could very easily swing my decision on this game. As of right now, I'm going to assume he's playing this game, and the Chargers... Play a close game. This is a game they should win. This is a game that they were up for a majority of the second half and got away from them. I'm going to say Browns, hold on, find a way to win. 30-23. Gotcha. All right, I remember. I
1: do remember this one when we made our initial takes. This was one that you originally had as a win, and I originally yep. had as a loss. And now we're going to flip-flop. I, I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing this game. Okay. I know there's been a little bit more information that's come out in the last week or so. I can't remember anything off the top of my head. Don't quote me on it. But he's fucked. He's got to miss at least six weeks. I mean. You would think. I You would think. Again, what do I know? I'm not Goodell. But I think that they go in. Deshaun watson lists. I don't know if Baker's still going to be there at this point. If not, then I don't know. Cody Kessler or somebody's going to be the starting quarterback. But starting or, yeah, second string quarterbacks against that defense uh, not going to end well for them. So I'm going to go with a win at Cleveland. Low scoring. I'm going to go 23-13. So.
0: Okay. I like it. I like that where you're flipping and flopping. So you're 5-0. I'm 4-1. and one. Right?
1: Yep. And then we're back to L.A. for Denver on Monday Night Football. What are you thinking about that?
0: Uh, That's a W for me. I think... Russell Wilson has never beaten the Chargers. I think that streak continues. I think he will eventually snap that streak. He will eventually beat us at some point. Just but not now. But it it's not going to be in week six. Chargers offense gets hot. They stay hot. And uh, defense just finds a way to keep Russell Wilson off the field. They're going to win the time and possession battle pretty by a pretty large margin in this game. And they're going to win it 24. Five to weird score, but alright. Twenty one.
1: I like that. Yeah, um, in LA definitely makes a bit of a difference. But I agree with you. I think that would that be Scorigami? That could be Scorigami. Something to look forward to. Love me some Scorigami. One of the best parts of football season. But yeah, um, I think that this Chargers team is just going to be too much for the Broncos. Um, hot take. I think Russell Wilson's a little overrated. Um. I just don't think he's in his prime anymore, and he doesn't have the weapons that he had in Seattle. Denver does have a great receiving core, but he doesn't have a DK or a Tyler Lockett. He's not going to have that chemistry, um, especially not in week six. Maybe later in the season that will develop. But, yeah, Monday night football, Herbie's never, never showed demise in the prime time lights. I think that's a win. I'm going to go Chargers 27, Broncos 21.
0: All right. And then the following week Seattle comes into town. I think that's a dub. What do you think?
1: Um yeah, I think Seattle might be the worst team in football next year. They might be one of the worst teams that we'll ever see play in general. Um that better be a dub. Please be a dub. I'm
0: not going to put a score down for that one, but it's a dub.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll put a <laughs> score down. I'll go 42 to 20. Okay. So.
0: So I got us at 6 and 1. You have us at 7 and 0. Oh.
1: I do heading into the bye. So
0: 7 and 0 oh, that Again, I'm a little biased I'm a little to, we would have to do some digging but that might be uh might be or be tied for the best start in franchise history yeah. so that would be a hell of a way to start the 2022 season um I just think they drop one before then but
1: I could definitely see it. I we'll mean, go.
0: We'll go down. We'll we'll keep going and see where we end up at. Um, yeah, okay, I,
1: I think that streak continues with week nine at Atlanta. I think they get that win also, and the undefeated streak continues Atlanta again. It's gonna be one of the worst football teams in the league next year. So,
0: all right, I'm gonna say Chargers lose this game.
1: You think it's a trap game?
0: I just think it's a game where just right now on my on my sheet they they're off to a six and one start. Like there's gonna be games where. They just, for whatever reason, they can't get it going until the third or fourth quarter. And by the time they do get it going, it's just a little too late. And, you know, I'm not saying uh, the Chargers are, are clearly going to be a better team than the Falcons. But um, I just think it's one of those one of those games. It's I, I, I relate it to a Vikings game last year or a Broncos on the road or a Cowboys game where it's just like, yeah, they just... They, they should have won, but they, for whatever reason, just couldn't find a way to do it.
1: They have a trap game every year. W- Any of these games really could be. I'm just predicting on paper what team's going to be better. Who knows what the scenario is going to look like when the season rolls around. But, yeah, they they have – obviously, we saw the Texans game last year. Absolute trap game. But, yeah. So, but for now, obviously, Chargers are the much more talented team than the Falcons. So, I'm going to pick the Chargers.
0: Okay. Um, Week 10. So, I have us at 6-2. and two.
1: I got us at 8-0 and oh still, but I think that streak comes to an end here in Week 10 against the 49ers.
0: Ooh, you think they lose, huh?
1: I'm going to predict a loss here, just because that 49ers defense is nasty. Okay. And if we don't have, again, this is Week 10, so hopefully we'll have these situations resolved. But if we don't have that right tackle resolved, that right tackle issue resolved, who's blocking Nick Bosa? Mm-hmm. That seems to be the question at hand. So I'm gonna go with a loss. Sunday night football at Candlestick. There's a chance I might be in attendance at that one also. We at Levi's. Some, we have at Levi Stadium. Yeah, we have some family. Used to have some family in San Fran, so if we do like San Fran. Might might have to fly out there for that one, but
0: yeah, yeah San Fran is a gorgeous city. I would love to go. To, I've never. I've been to a baseball game there, but never been to a football game.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna chalk that one up as a loss. Um,
0: Interesting, because I think we win that game. All right. I think dropping the the week prior to Atlanta, Brandon Saley's done a pretty good job of hitting the reset button, coming off of losses, getting his team back into the mindset of where they should be. So I think it's you know a a really good week of practice. Players are pissed off from the week, you know, dropping dropping a game to the Falcons. They come in and, and just hit on all cylinders. Um, not a not a blowout, not a nail biter, somewhere in between, uh, but Chargers. I think they'll be in control, and I think they get a win.
1: I guess we kind of got away from predicting scores. What do you think the uh, yeah, San I'm, Fran score is going to be?
0: San Fran, I'll say...
1: We're just talking out of our ass on these scores, by the way. We have absolutely no I'll
0: idea, say but... 24 to... 24 to 14.
1: I'll never forget where I was the last time we played San Francisco on primetime. So... That game, what was that game? That was the whole Colin Kaepernick. The Saturday game. night game. The yeah, it was Saturday night. I was in Omaha watching the game on a TV in a bar, and thought it was over. Next thing I know, Don, the Dontrell Inman game happened. So,
0: yeah, that was that, that. was a fun one to watch. I was at a, really a, a bar as well. Um, okay, week ten. Moving on here.
1: Week ele- no, we got or, week eleven now. This is
0: the, yeah. I. You missed the bye. Tenth game. Yeah, I missed yeah. the bye week.
1: Week 11, we got the Chiefs at L.A. I think the skid continues. I hate to say it, but I don't know what it is, but we can't beat the Chiefs in Los Angeles for some reason. I think it's going to be another close game. You mentioned overtime on the first one. I think this one goes into overtime against the Chiefs, and I think that we just drop it. So I'm going to go 21-27 Kansas
0: City. Dustin Hopkins, game winner at the buzzer. This Chargers team is different than previous Chargers teams. They sweep the Chiefs for the first time since probably like a decade ago.
1: Since the time I was in the womb, probably
0: like a long ass time. And they're just for real. They're a different team. They found their. They're starting to find their stride at this point in the season. And uh, Justin Herbert Herbert orchestrates a uh, last minute game winning field goal drive.
1: I love. You. I love to hear you say that. It breaks my heart to pick the Chiefs, but. I don't know, something. About right.
0: it. Well, I'm at let's see, one, two, three, four, and one, five, one, six, one, two. I'm at eight and two.
1: As am I now. I've caught up to you. So. All right.
0: So we've taken different paths to get here, but.
1: All right, and now we're going to Arizona. What are you thinking about this game?
0: I think this game is a W. All
1: right. You like you like this Arizona team?
0: Yeah. I or, think. Excuse
1: me. You like this Arizona game?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, man, here's, I'm starting, like, I'm basing these predictions on a couple different things, but one of the big ones being, like, do I believe that this team is different? Do I believe that this team is finally over the hump? They have the coach. They have the depth. Um, Yeah, I do. So, if that's true, and I believe it is, then these are the games that they win down the stretch that previous charger teams you know they would they might drop a a week nine game at San francisco or, or Kansas City at home or uh on the road in phoenix and it could be 50 50. but if this team is truly different they're gonna they're gonna have to show it to me and if that's the case i think they win the the game in phoenix they find a way to win it i don't know if it's i don't think it's close but they'll find a way to to win it in the end
1: I remember when we did our first predictions again we don't remember all these games but I do remember this one I chalked it I up did. as a loss I think I, I did too I'm sticking with that uh, I just think I think Kyler Murray's a really talented quarterback I think his legs are gonna prove some problems for our defense who knows by that time week 12 we could be a little banged up we might be missing a few key pieces again I hope not but you never know that's I mean, every team's gonna have a few injuries happen throughout the year. Um, I'm gonna chalk that one up as an L. So I've got three straight losses now from San Francisco, Kansas City, Arizona.
0: I'm at nine and two,
1: and I'm at eight and three. So,
0: okay, moving forward, we finally get to go to the black hole in Vegas, December fourth. What do you got?
1: Go Chargers! Go. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you are not gonna. I can't. I can't pick the Raiders to win this game. I think the Chargers go in there, they get redemption from the last time that they went to Vegas, and I think that they win this game by the score of twenty-seven to twenty-three.
0: I think this one's a shootout: thirty-eight, thirty-five Chargers, and. Yeah, this, this game just comes down to who has the ball last. Chargers win, 38-35.
1: You know what? No, I'm going to go 35-32 Chargers because that was the score of the last time we played at Vegas, just the other way around. So. Okay.
0: All right. So I'm at 10-2 and two now. And
1: yeah. I'm sitting at, let's see, I got three losses. So I would be at, jeez, math is hard. 9-3 and three for me. So, all right. Now all right. next game we got.
0: Uh, Next game, this might be the game that I attend at SoFi. It's looking like either it's going to be this game or the Raiders game. Or no, this game or the week following in Tennessee. It'll be one of those two games that'll be in SoFi. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm really excited for the two Justin Herbert showdown. And fuck the Dolphins. Chargers win this one. 42 28.
1: Okay. I like that. Miami, I know I mentioned it on an earlier podcasts. Miami seems to be a team that we never beat. I don't know what it is, but it feels like we always beat yeah. like shit against the Dolphins. Yeah. However, I think that ends this year. And I think that we get the win over Tua. Uh, shut up some Miami Dolphins fans, finally. And uh, I think we pull this one out. I'm going to go. 23
0: to 17. So, okay. Next week, Titans come into SoFi. I think we lose this game. Yeah. I think this is just a good, good team. They're going to make the playoffs. Are they on paper? They're probably just as good as we are. And they're very well coached.
1: Yeah. You got to love Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I
0: just think they, they get one. Like it's going to happen. Um, couple of drives that the Chargers, Chargers wish they probably could have had back, but you know, can't win them all. Um, they lose a close game that they should have probably won. That seems to be the thing. That's probably going to be how all the losses happen this year, is we were in a position to win all of them, but for somehow, some way, just it doesn't go our way. That's fine. We're used to that. But yeah, I think we lose uh, score-wise, I'm going to say 31 21
1: so what you got sitting at your record now you got 11 and 3 11 and 3 and i also think that we improved to 11 and 3 so i'm going to chalk this one up as a win for one reason and one reason only my dad's side of the family are big titans fans and there's a decent (laughs) chance that it's over christmas break my sister and i won't be in class there's a decent chance that we might fly out to la and go to that game so, I'm not going to predict a loss for a game that I'm going to go to. So, I'm going to go... They're a great team. Titans are probably my, like, least hated team in the NFL. They just don't really do anything wrong to me. Like, I always root for them against a lot of other teams. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to go with a win. Um, again, if this was if this was three months ago, I would chalk this up as an easy loss versus derrick henry versus our run defense from last year but i think that we've made the adjustments to make this win possible and also ryan Tannehill is not an elite quarterback whatsoever so i'm gonna go with the win against tennessee
0: boo ryan Tannehill. boo that's
1: what i'm saying so yeah all right and then monday night football at indianapolis week 16 what are we thinking
0: they're going to do a little late. You guys, right, This is all going to make sense when we get to the final prediction. But they're going to, in Chargers fashion, they might not do it in actual games this year, but they'll do it over the course of a the season. They're going to give us a little bit of a late scare, and they're going to go on a little skid here. So I have them losing at Indy. Uh, and just a, a shitty game from the start. This is last year's version of the road Denver game. And I'm gonna say 31-17, Chargers. Just come out flat, and uh, it's all good in the neighborhood still because you know they're still sitting at 11 and four.
1: Yeah, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the win again. I don't think the spotlight's too big for Justin Herbert. I think they can go in there to Indianapolis. If perhaps if they were playing outside, whether or not, they're playing at Lucas Oil, really nice dome. Um, some conditions might get to the best of us, but. I think they can go in there prime time and knock off the Colts, so I'm gonna chalk that one up as a win, which puts me at 12
0: and three. Okay, yep. I'm at 11 and four. Next week is a huge game, battle for LA prime time Sunday night under the lights. Chargers host the Rams. This is there's so there's three home games that are finalists for me and my family to go to. It's the Dolphins, the Titans, and then this would be the third one would be the Rams. So one of those three, we haven't nailed down exactly. We're still trying to find dates, um, accommodations, tickets, all that stuff, but those are three different possibilities. Um, and I would love to be in attendance for this one because I think the Chargers win in prime time and front, they beat the defending Super Bowl champs in their own stadium uh, to kick off. this is on New Year's Day. So this kicks off 2023 in a really really fun way, um, and I might be there. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Again, same with me. I'm not gonna predict the game in which they're gonna lose. So, or I'm not gonna go to a game and then predict them to lose. Um, unfortunately for this one though, I'm gonna predict a loss. <laughs> I just I think that they got. I just think the Rams have a lot of pieces, and late season skids. You know it happens. We had that loss against the Texans last year, which kind of put the nail in the coffin for our playoff hopes. Um is obviously a great team. Wouldn't be it's wouldn't be like a trap loss or something. It wouldn't be like we're losing to a bad team. Um I just think we lose that one. So Yeah. That puts me at twelve and four. That puts you at twelve and four.
0: Going into week seventeen, that's funny. So we're both twelve and four. We've taken completely different paths to get here. Um just pause for a second before we're going into the last week of the season. Where do you think twelve and four has the Chargers at? At this point, are they in first in the West? Are they tied for first?
1: I think they're first in the West for sure. The real question is one seed overall in the AFC. I think, you know, you got to look at the Bills. I haven't looked at the Bills' schedule yet, but I'm sure I know that the Bills are going to be a great team next year. They're going to be a really competitive team that might only lose three or four games throughout the year.
0: That's true because if you, I mean you factor in the North, the Ravens could be there. I mean, I really think we need factor in one like potential one seeds. Who that? I mean, you, I think you just got to look at Titans, Ravens,
1: Bills. Bills,
0: and that's and then just our division. And
1: then our division, yeah, because honestly, we're in a division right now that anybody, anybody could run away with the one seed. Yeah. that's just how loaded the wild, wild west is, right? So now. you think
0: twelve and four going into the last week of the season, have they clinched?
1: They've clinched, and that's they've why, clinched the division, and that's why I have them losing at Denver.
0: Ooh. So they're not they're resting the starters? I think so. Some of them. A few of them. So this would be at Denver. You have them at a loss. So you have 12-5? I'm saying I think that they – I don't know that they'll have
1: the one seed clinched, but I think at that point they may have the division clinched. And we've seen Brand Staley be very scarce with using some starters, even when it's probably maybe a 50-50 game. So I think that it's a loss at Denver – because we're going to rest some guys and go into the playoffs at 12 and 5. Which 12 and 5 was my overall record for the next for the upcoming year 12 and 5 or 11 and 6, but I'm going to go with 12 and 5 and be optimistic. So, that's what I got him at.
0: All right. I'm doing some thinking here because your answer is going to change my answer because I, I I do think they're they're gonna fall into that just what you said, that twelve ish win range. I think the question is if you're betting on it, twelve point five, do you take the over or do you take the under? That that's I think it eleven and a half, a lot of Charger fans are gonna take the over. No one's gonna say, Oh, we're gonna go eleven and six, six. That's not a very sexy record. Right. So everyone's gonna take if you say eleven and a half, every Chargers fan everywhere is gonna take the over. Bump it up a point or a win. 12 and a half, now it's like, ooh, am I being too biased? Do I really think they're going to win 13 games, or am I just being a homer? Or is this chart, like I said, reverting back to what I said a little bit, is this, is this Chargers team different? Are they built different? I think they are. I think why, they are too. This it- is
1: why I think that they win 12 games this year.
0: And that's why I think they win 13. I think I initially had them losing to Denver weeks or week 18, excuse me, their 17th game, but I just talked myself into a win, so I'm gonna have them at 13 and four. One seed in the AFC.
1: Yeah,
0: that's gotta do it. 13, 13 wins has got to get you hosting the divisional round with a bye on the easiest path to the conference championship and to the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah, I think 13 and four. I, my heart is saying 13 and four. My brain might be saying something else, but I'm gonna ignore my brain. Fuck you, brain. I don't need to listen to you right now. We're going all heart and uh, Chargers, AFC West champs for the first time since 09 How great would it's
1: that? It's gotta happen. There's that this just is sounds
0: so refreshing. Let's make it happen. Let's do it.
1: If the Chargers don't win the AFC West in the next three years, then it's gonna be a very very long time until they do. They have to. They just have to. They well, have hey, cases. with
0: Herbie, man, our window is open for the next. Well, I'm saying, decade. but
1: uh, okay, yeah. I should I shouldn't say that over until we have Herbie, we're definitely going to win the AFC West a few times I would like to think, but with some other guys that we've got under contract, like this is the team to do it for sure.
0: Oh yeah, totally agree. So anything else you want to add? I think that's it. Yeah. That, was, that was a fun episode.
1: Yeah, that was a really fun episode. Um no, thank you guys for listening. Um September, what's the first first game September eleventh 11th. 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 Yep, 911. Never yeah. forget. Yep. Cannot come soon enough. It's not very. It's not very year It's not every year that you can say 9/11 cannot come soon enough. But 9/11 literally cannot come soon enough. I'm ready to see these guys on the field. I'm ready to see them put together. And man, we got, we still got a little bit ways to go, but we're gonna get through this together, Bolt Fam. So 17 Sundays from last Sunday. So let's
0: get it. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour, episode number 11. Uh, you got to hear Colin Miles Miles um, do an icebreaker catch up on the latest news and transactions, and predict a win and loss record column for the upcoming season based on the schedule release. Don't forget, if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at LA. And if you haven't yet, uh, feel free to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple, and you can listen to us anywhere you guys consume your podcasts. So with that being said, peace.